This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gerald Farrelly. And I'm Eve Cavan. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Welcome, 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 listener, to the podcast where you're a vision winner and a comedian. Heal your life. Heal, heal. Nothing but healing vibes coming Fix out of it. Everything. I Everything am. has changed. You've changed your life just by listening to us, haven't they, Nisha? I know. Well, they've changed your life by, you know, just even tuning in and listening to the dulcet tones of your voice. Oh. You've got that lovely gravelly, I've been staying up all night, you know, doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's a bit like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a conversation, listener. Yeah. Uh, Neve, Neve was getting, she was getting annoyed. She's getting furious. <laughs> I am... Um, I'm doing my usual life coach with Neve, right? Oh, yeah. We're doing a little, little sound check. And I said, push the button. And Neve started to sing, push the button by the Sugar Babes. And it it's was. a tune. Listener, it was glorious. Well, glorious. As always, a song by Neve Cavanagh at 10 to 10 on a Monday a Monday morning. <laughs> Neve Cavanagh doing a cover version of the Sugar Babes. Yeah. What else would you want? What else would you want? And I suggested that she should do an album of 90s tracks. Oh, 90s, okay. Or, you know, or, you know like like <laughs> pop tracks. Yeah, pop tracks. I was thinking, you know, he said he likened it to a, an album called Joe 90s, right? Which is basically Joe Dolan, who was an old show band kind of singer here years and years ago. And he did modern songs. And I said, are you equating me to somebody, an old person singing modern songs in a modern style? Or maybe in the olden style? I could do that. I could you do could. that. Do you remember your man that did, um, do you remember he did Hand on Your Heart? But he you was like the, you know... He did like the acoustic version heart of Hand on Heart. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. You could just like Neve reimagines. That's what the <laughs> album could be called. <laughs> Neve reimagines a lot of things on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> I, I'd be Don't. down for that, Neve. Three, th- three different colour vinyls. Rinse everybody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'd buy it. Book it. I'd buy one, Neve. I'd buy one. I, I know, I was just going to say. I wouldn't say. buy it in every colour. No. But I would expect a gift basket. I, I was going to say, surely I'd gift you the other two. <laughs> Hopefully. but <laughs> I mean, I'd make you buy I'm one. I'm never sure. I'm never sure. You've got a lot of ethics around who should pay for what. I, I have. <laughs> I have. I think if you, you know, in this day and age, unless some big corporate is, you know, booking a concert, I think you should pay for your ticket if you go places. I, I think well, people who get free tickets, half the time they don't even turn up. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. And they're they certainly invested. don't laugh as loud. They don't laugh as loud either. Neve, it's been quite a week. Oh, tell me about your week. Week. I was in Westport, right? I did a show in Westport okay. with the lovely Julie J was supporting. Amazing. Right? So, lovely show. Mm-hmm. Nice time. I haven't done the show in about five weeks, so I felt a little bit, you know, oh, icky. Am I going to remember this? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, that kind of unsure thing. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. 
I mean, not not so unsure that I would have taken out the show and read it. No, <laughs> no you you went no. you went on your gut. You went on your gut. Yeah, I went, went to my gut. Okay. Uh, it was lovely. Had a nice time. Yeah. After the show, we went back to the hotel, right? And mm-hmm. um, now, when I say hotel, hotel, okay, I booked us into a guest house. Let's say mm-hmm. because it was over. There's a place called um, I won't I actually won't name the coffee shop. No, but it was so funny because even people from. Westport were like, is there accommodation there? <laughs> it's like, yes, and I'm sure it's lovely. Um, so I went, uh, we went, had a look. Now it was grand, nice. But then we went, we went back after the show. Julie pushed the door to go in and it wouldn't open. And it was like, there was something stuck at it. And, okay. I, was, and I was like, put your back into it, Julie. <laughs> um, Poor Julie. Like we, so we gave it a bit of a shove and it still wouldn't. And then we heard a groan. Oh no, there wasn't. Was there nefarious things happening on the other side? No. <laughs> Wasn't that sort of a groan? Groan, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I could, actually, as it happens. We we mistakenly booked ourselves into a brothel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, it was a very classy establishment. But somebody had fallen down the stairs and they were collapsed at the end of the... Yeah, very inconvenient, Neve. Very inconvenient. What? So we couldn't get in. Oh, no. Um, You know, we looked around for other doors. We went. Had it didn't a drink concern or you. There was no, somebody. We, on no, the we side of no, we called an ambulance immediately, <laughs> and then we uh, we we called the guards, but we couldn't get in for about two hours. Oh God! Because this poor, like, do you know what? Ireland, like, we're not great with the emergency services. Like, oh. it took an hour for the guards to come, and then they. It took. What time they, of night was it? This was ten o'clock at night. Well, half ten, I'd say. Right. Well, and well, then they called probably other emergencies. Probably other emergencies around that time of night. Like what? I don't know. I mean, it was I, like. <laughs> but that's the I thing. Like, know. I mean, you're you're making an assumption based on what you see because yeah. we were like, <laughs> he was like, the guard car is out, and it was like, well, it seems very quiet. <laughs> 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 but um, then the guards showed up, and then they had to call an ambulance, and the poor man was just on the ground the whole time. But in the meantime, I booked us into another hotel oh. <laughs> because. You know, gosh, I felt I was responsible for Julie. Ah, that's so yeah. nice of you. And yeah. you want to go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you weren't caring about Julie. No, we did. We did. We, we we like we stayed with your man, and uh, like I was chatting to him. Wasn't very talkative, to be honest with you. <laughs> Didn't make the effort. <laughs> so what happened to this man? He just went in an ambulance. Then, oh. yeah, I must ring Westport Guard Station and see what happened to him. Yeah, catch up, get his address. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll send him a signed photograph. Yeah. <laughs> Do a follow-up story. Sure that's just what he wants. Yeah, just exactly what he wants. We'll get him on the podcast. Talk about his trauma. You know, he could be a multimillionaire. Like, you know, one of those, like, you know, it could be an undercover. You They're don't never multimillionaires. Because if he was a multimillionaire, he wouldn't have been staying in that hotel. Or in left. fact, had he been even earning the average industrial wage, <laughs> he wouldn't have been staying there. Well, you know, we do have some interesting things that happen in accommodation, don't we, girl? Neve stayed with me last night. Oh, I love Boots. Yeah, Boots, she was in a very funny form. She's showing off. She was, yeah. She's showing off. I, do you know, I think what the problem is, you see, for the last couple of years, she's only seen me on a screen. Yeah, that's exactly not, it. Not on TV. I'm not saying Boots is following my career on TV. I'm yeah. talking about when we're <laughs> doing remote sings. conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Who is, is she? Yeah, it's What business has she got Because you were sitting on the couch this morning having a cup of tea and she was just like strutting around. She was yeah. doing that like, you know, the walk cats do. They're like, have you seen mm. me, bum? Isn't it lovely? <laughs> that's for you, Neve. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> not anyone. Not everyone gets this. <laughs> 
I know. And and of course, the other thing that you did, you got you did Vicker Street. I did Vicker Street. Here's the thing. Oh, what do you mean? Here's the thing. You're amazing. That's a big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's well, a big deal. Come on, Grod. It's a big deal to do Vicker Street and to be the Vicker Street. I haven't even done that. No, it is. It's it's very nice. But here's the thing, right? I think in order to do something like that, from in order for me to do something like that, I have to just go. Yeah, it's just another gig. Like I, I, I can't. Yeah, no, no. Lean into the into the import pageantry of the, the whole import thing. of it. I'm a normal person who happens to do something extraordinary. Yeah, then <laughs> I don't even think what I do is extraordinary. One of my friends said something, and I think it's the greatest thing that's ever been said to me oh, during COVID. Which is what, and that was I, because I, I was, <laughs> I was saying that I, uh, I couldn't get a job during COVID. I was trying to get a, like a, a programming job, and I couldn't get one. And I was like, <laughs> I think it's because. Like I'm a comedian and people think that like You're not gonna be serious about yeah, what you that, do. That, that I'm kind of known. Oh yeah. And uh <laughs> my friend said, You're giving yourself a lot of credit there. <laughs> I genuinely think for someone that's been doing it for as long as you've been doing it, to be as unknown as you are, that's an achievement in itself. Yeah, because it's weird. Did afterwards... I tell you I got a job in Tesco despite, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She'd no problem, but that's what winning a Eurovision gets you. We have a follow-up, Neve. Oh, uh, give me the follow-up. Yeah, this is a follow-up from Joseph. Joseph. Uh, come in to agonymans.gmail.com, which is where you should send all of your follow-ups. Yes. And opinions. And but, problems. You know. <laughs> and problems, yes. If you've got problems, send them in because we're desperate. we haven't asked for them for a while. I know. Um, because so we're, we're using up what we had. I'm not going to say scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> God, but we're getting in there. one show. What happened to that podcast, Neve? Well, I, you know, Grode basically self-destructed on one show alone. You should just come in on a Monday morning and push the button. Grode <laughs> and Neve. Okay. First, let me tell you how much I love your podcast. You're yep. both fantastic, and I've listened since episode one. Oh, an OG. Start. We love an OG. We do. Uh, we came to see you, Grode, in Liberty Hall Theatre, and you were so good. We saw you, Neve, at the Eurovision concert in the National Concert Hall too, which was amazing. You're Love amazing. It. I'm good. Yeah, well. A tone has been set. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we really hope to see you both again. I was listening today and had to stop, rewind and listen again to your Lego reference. I was so excited. I am what is known as an AFOL, an adult fan of Lego. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> he made that up. No, he did not. An A-fall. Listen, there is an acronym for everything in this world. <laughs> There's no way. Fan of Lego. Okay, I've never There's lots of fans who are, you know, adults. Have you ever seen Lego Masters? No. Oh, it's brilliant. I, it's, What's Lego it's, Masters? It's basically a show, right, where people enter and they, they're given tasks and they have to make everything out of Lego. It is phenomenal. And wow. They have, sometimes they have two days to do it or a day. It's, it's astonishing what they can do. Here's the thing about Lego, right? I went into that Lego, you know the place in London? Is it Lego Land? Lego? Yeah. yeah. Lego Land? Yeah. Oh, Lego Land, okay. It's in Windsor, are you talking about the Lego, Lego, oh, Lego no, World? Oh, no, no, it's not a... Lego World, no, okay. Th no. This is essentially a shop. Because what happened was, uh, my friend Chris Kent, he's a comedian. Okay. And he was doing a showcase. And is he an AFOL? <laughs> during the day. No, he's not an <laughs> AFOL. But I took his little kid for a walk while he was oh, okay. in doing this afternoon gig uh, in Leicester Square and I brought him into the Lego place and, and bought him Lego. But how all these big spectacular oh, things made out of Lego amazing. and they looked absolutely amazing. But the weird thing is 
you go from going, that is absolutely amazing. And then it's like five minutes later, you're like, yeah, it's just another thing made of Lego. I went on a full journey. I went in going, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Then I was like, God, another one. You were, oh my God, Grodge, <laughs> you, your lack of wonderment. Lego to me is like a jigsaw. If it's sitting there, you'll do it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I have seen people. You can apply that to anything. Dave. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's not attraction, it's just proximity. <laughs> I know, it is proximity. But I love, you know, sometimes I set up a jigsaw. This, this, how tragic is my life now? I set up the jigsaw on the, on the table, right? And everybody goes, oh my God, how sad is it that you like to do a jigsaw? And sometimes I find it really great for de-stressing. Yeah. Because you kind of come in and it empties your brain because you're just focusing on the things. And these are the same people that I am beating them off at about two hours later because they've just lost time. And I think in a weird way, uh, the other thing is my dad and I, my dad used to, still does them. And I used to come in late from gigs and sometimes he was still doing them. So I, me and him, we just have our little chats ah. over. So uh, jigsaws are, but I think Lego's a bit like that. My my sister is an AFOL. Really? Yeah, I, I haven't asked her if, I'm going to have to ask her after the show. If, if that's a real. If that's a thing. But she absolutely loves Lego and it was great when her son was living at home when he was young because all the Lego would come in for him and basically I I suspect she did a lot of it and <laughs> but I, I still buy her Lego she's 60 at the end of this year and I tell you I am planning some spectacular Lego situation <laughs> for her <laughs> now if she's listening to this has anyone ever made you I'm out of Lego her. what oh yeah she gave me after I did MasterChef she gave me a little Lego thing that she got made up for me of you? Yeah, but it's, like, it could be anybody, to be fair. Somebody holding a fish. <laughs> like, but but it, she meant, she, the intent was there. Yeah, the sentimentality is no, just nobody's made me. out of every pore Nobody's made me need. out of Lego. Surely this is Eurovision Lego. He should do Joseph it. Joseph should do it. Joseph should do it for me. Joseph. That's Joseph, that's what we want. We want a Lego Neve cabinet. I want the right shade of red on my head now. <laughs> She's very difficult. She's very difficult. Such a diva. Um, so we'll continue. Uh, and much to my husband's despair, our house is chock a block full of Lego. To the point we need to move, really. Or I need to get a grip. Anyway, I attach a picture of my set from which, from when I was eight, getting on 40 years ago, to which I have a strong emotional attachment. I think, I feel like that was a warning for me. <laughs> what, a strong emotional attachment? I have a strong emotional attachment, Grote. Here's the photograph. Be very kind. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, as I do to all the Lego, although particularly to this set. Lots of love and keep up the great work. That's from Joseph. And so he's included a... A photograph. A photo of it. And it's it's, it's like a It's castle a classic. It is a castle. With knights. It is a classic. It's a classic one, that, actually. And my sister has a display case with all hers. She has all the... Really? Yeah. I bought her an Aston Martin for her birthday this year. No way. Yeah. Somebody, James Bond's Somebody Aston left Martin. one backstage for me with a... It was a camper van. Did you not enjoy making it? I did. Look, I didn't not enjoy doing it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But it didn't inspire you to do it all the time. Exactly. It's like... I did that recently as well, where I thought, oh my God, do you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to read all the Famous Five books again. I know, but you're and not. And then I read one. I was like, no, maybe I don't need to yeah, do this. Yeah, no, because you're not that age anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, do you know what I did recently, actually? I found myself going into a bit of a YouTube hole watching ads for toys. You know, like the toy ads that used to be on when we were kids? You know, toy they'd, ads. They'd have ads for like, you know. Um, oh, like Girls uh, World. Like Transformers. Or Transformers. Robots like in Yeah, exactly. And I ended, I ended up spending an hour just watching old ads. It I was know. really sweet. And I cannot tell you how unseductive most of them are. 
<laughs> I was like watching ads for things that I was just like, oh my God, like in February, you'd be like, I can't wait till Christmas to ask for this. And you watch it, you're like, what? <laughs> this is absolute junk. Back in the day, I used to love that cartoon. Do you remember Gem and the Holograms? Vaguely. It was kind of slightly after my time, shall we say. Yeah, they were basically, they were like a pop band, but they were also... Like Jerrica worked as a secretary during the day and oh. then she'd like press her earring she'd be like, it's showtime synergy. <gasps> and then she would turn into like a pop star. It's showtime synergy. Gemma's exciting. Ooh. But then the problem was that, now this is, this is a long way of getting to it. Yeah. The problem was that when I saw the ad for the Gem and the Holograms okay. toys, yeah. they had real hair, <gasps> which meant they were girls' toys. Same with She-Ra. What do you mean they had real hair? The, the dolls had real hair. So then, like, so what would happen is, like, He-Man, it was like, He-Man. And then the toys and then the plastic had plastic hair. hair. So oh, they were for boys. Okay. But when they had real hair, it meant they were for girls. You felt that and they were going to brush their hair. Yeah. Well, that's what used to happen. Because He-Man, he used to be beating the shit out of people in the ads. Uh -huh. Whereas She-Ra was standing there getting her hair brushed. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, She-Ra does more now than brush her hair. I was going to say, She-Ra had she a big... Exactly. She had the big tiger, did you know? Like No, she had the, she had the unicorn. Yeah, she had a unicorn? Yeah. Who had the big tiger? Was it He-Man? Somebody had a big yeah, tiger. He-Man had a big tiger. Okay, oh yeah, you see, the yeah. world is badly she divided. She had a unicorn with big wings. A unicorn with big wings. Like, mm. She-Ra would hop off what was essentially like a float in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. <laughs> <laughs> Get a sword out and start battering people. Like, it was very, it was very deceiving, it, it, I felt. It, It's very mixed, mixed messages going on there, for sure. It's nostalgia, Eve. Nostalgia, nostalgia. we love a bit of nostalgia. Joseph, thank you for sending us down that rabbit hole. I love that. Hole. Yeah, I, you can get Lego for anything. Yeah. You see, that's why I can't believe there isn't a Eurovision Lego. Is it necessary? Neve, you can say that about anything. The winners the winners change every year. Joseph, who goes to Eurovision gigs and who likes Lego. Okay. Joseph, I... I Joseph oh, is underserved. By that's Christmas, what I'm saying. By Christmas, Joseph, I want a Lego representation of something Eurovision. <laughs> it doesn't have to be me, but, you know, something. If it's Johnny Logan and instantly recognisable, it'll be my best day. But, you know, I'm just saying... How fun would it be if you sent in a photograph, Joseph, of some sort of Eurovision Lego? Red? That would be cute. Or Sonia. Just again. Now. Again. With it's the a fun. different shade of red. Oh. Depends on what shade of red you can get. Do you know what, Sonia? I, Sonia. I'm not even looking at you. Sonia so, put up a video during the week. <clears throat> did she? Yeah, and it was like 30 years since Eurovision, her Eurovision <laughs> loss. I mean, that's not how she phrased it. But <laughs> it isn't 30 years of anything. Unless she was our qualifying. Oh, yeah, I think that's what it was. Because she had like photographs and shit. Yeah, video. mine was last week. Yours was last week? Yeah. This, oh, oh Neve. Uh-huh. 14th of March. Ah. I know. I You've just reminded me. Last Friday. Yeah, I was, I was, um, yeah. Or Wednesday. No, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Neve, now we celebrate that. I know, we celebrate the fact that I wore knee-high boots with silver studs on the top and a body stocking. <laughs> that was quite a choice Neve. it was I a style say, choice those, th those tie high boots I know they're amazing I still have them do you? handmade Italian leather Neve, you should throw them on me I have done <laughs> they don't have the same effect these days <laughs> Neve, we have a problem okay exciting do you want to read it? okay hello so not, neither of us now. I love the podcast and I really hope you can give me the great advice you give everyone else who writes in because I am really in need of it. 
I met my partner five years ago and we knew within a couple of weeks that we would be it for each other. And so far, it has been just that. He's a great man and a wonderful partner and I love him very much. He is turning 30 this year and isn't too excited about it. Give me a break. We can't help him. <laughs> Leave him. <laughs> Uh, I would like it to be special for him, but he would rather it goes away. I guarantee you this person isn't 30 yet. Right. I'm going to tell you that now. This person is either, if he isn't 30. He'd be either, he's younger than him. There's no doubt. Is he younger than, okay, yeah. He has to be. I mean, if he's older than him, he'd have have murdered him by now. Yeah, I know. Uh, He isn't really cooperating on what we should do for his birthday and I'm not sure where to start. I tried to talk to him about a holiday or maybe having a party. I think he would enjoy everyone being together, but I know one of the issues for him is his extended family. He is gay and from a family of lads. He is out and they all know me. With his immediate family, it is fine, but when his extended family, it can be awkward. He always seems uncomfortable when we are around them. He is quite sociable and chatty, and I tend to be a bit of a wallflower in these situations. He only turns 30 once, and I would love to make the best of it for him. Do you think I should just go ahead and organise the party I think he would like if he got over his issues or should I book a holiday? Love to know your take, Keith. Interesting. I get you want to, to mark the occasion. Throwing a party with people he's uncomfortable with is not the way forward. See, Surprise, here are people that you don't know whether you like them or not. <laughs> Surprise! Well, here's the thing, right? <laughs> There's some sticky thing between him and the rest of his family. Like, if he's sociable and he's chatty. Yeah. But there's some awkwardness. Maybe it is about being gay. Yeah. Maybe it's about something else. Could be. It may not, that may not necessarily be it. Maybe he's just somebody that's very polite with his family. So, yeah, yeah, he might not like them. If it is about being gay, maybe the thing, maybe it would be good to throw a party and just go, yeah, this is my life. Feck you. We're having a nice time. Feck you. I'm going to enjoy ourselves. And because he's sociable and chatty, maybe that actually could be just the little catalyst that he needs. Yeah. There's a reason he's not comfortable in that situation. Yeah. There's a reason for it. And it might not be about the other people. They're probably okay. You know, but the it it might be that he doesn't really enjoy that extended yeah. family situation. You know, and actually, I think... If you wanted, if you're really, you know, wanting to do a surprise party, would you not find people he cares about and have them at it, but keep it small? I think there's two things going on here. One is I, you're trying to second guess what he wants. Oh. So I think you should be talking to him. Well, he clearly is, but he doesn't want to engage, he says. Yeah. So I think you, that that's the issue. Like if, if he's not engaging with you on this, that's the thing you need to sort out because you need to say to him, this is your 30th birthday. First of all, some people are not happy about turning 30 right but the other side that I think is very important here is it important for him that he marks the occasion or is it important for you that you're marking his occasion that you're seen to mark this occasion for him do you think that do you think that's a valid point is is it important do you feel I I, I mean I don't think it's coming from a bad place Keith but what I'm saying is are you putting an importance on it because you feel you, you want to prove how much you love him and all that he doesn't need that from you necessarily if he doesn't want to have a big thing but I think you can still surprise him and do something really lovely for him if you want to surprise him you, nobody can stop you right but but how how important is this for you or for him is this about him yeah you know what I mean I think sometimes you can look at somebody and go I know exactly what they'd like yeah but they appear not to want it yeah 
and and you know the chances are you could you could host a night and he'd say it's brilliant but the thing is I mean you're right I, maybe I, you could have a party with just his friends I think I think uh, something more intimate as in or maybe somebody he hasn't seen for a long time maybe if there's somebody living away who he's, he's mad about like a friend or you know somebody not an ex maybe but a friend <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean Thirty is the time to change, Keith. <laughs> no, you, but you have know to what just I mean, roll Keith. With the punches. You know, if he had a couple of friends who maybe lived away, maybe surprise him and bring him to see them. They haven't seen him for a while, or you know, organize for people to meet in a place. Now that for me, some you know, and I love my birthday. I love my birthday every year, but it's about the people I see. And yeah. if your extended family is your, you love. I love seeing my extended family. I have a, a very, very broad extended family. I love seeing them. But you know the the time when you're you're doing your birthday thing, you know you you would just want to see the people who you really care about. So if you want to do something special for it, would you not bring him to a place he's always wanted to go, or get a group of friends that he hasn't seen for a while, or maybe that are special to him? And I think that says more. Well, it's interesting because one of the things he says in this letter is mm-hmm. uh, he always seems to be co- uncomfortable when the when we are around. You know, his family. The extended family. And he is quite sociable and chatty. I tend to be a bit of a wallflower in these situations. Right. Now, what could be happening here, oh. right? Yeah. Maybe his problem, and I don't mean this is his problem, but maybe the problem in this situation is the fact that you're a bit of a wallflower. Because if he's in a situation... With his extended family his and extended he feels he family, has to mind you. And he's minding you where he's also, I guess, it's kind of eggy with his extended family and then maybe you're on the side not engaging. And that makes him feel a little... That could make oh, him yeah, that's very valid, feel actually. a little... Maybe maybe that's what the problem is. I'm not saying it's a problem, but I'm just saying that yeah, that's, maybe it's not he's, making it any easier no, for no, him. If he may, no, but maybe what it is, he's maybe super sensitive to how you're feeling and, and not wanting to make you feel left out. Especially yeah. if you have a good broad, you know, certainly I come from, as I say, a very rowdy and inclusive extended family. And so when we all get together, unless you have a very definite... Um, personality and you can get involved in that. You know, the thing is, it, it can be quite overwhelming. <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I, I get think, that. What I think needs to happen here is, That's right, I yeah. think organise the party, invite the family and I think Keith needs to go to his ma and get a little Xanax. <laughs> Have a gin and tonic <laughs> and you go in, Keith, and you be the life and soul you are a, you are assuming a whole heap there on that poor mother. That poor mother that may not be on Xanax. Come right? on, we know. I'm not on Xanax, and I'm a mother. Yeah, but you're different, Neve. Like I you know? go, you are. You go for like a walk in the morning. I do. I'm so you know, boring. Neve is like you know. <laughs> My life is a Xanax. When Neve is looking after her <laughs> mental health, she you know, she goes on a spiritual journey and walks the Camino. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Most people have a couple of gins in a mug <laughs> on a Monday morning, <laughs> just getting through it. But Neve is just not like a normal person. <laughs> this podcast has shown me how truly boring my Look, life if you're is. A, if you're anxious, you deal with your anxiety. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, I know. I get keep, it. I get it. Mom, no, I get that. Step up. Get a karaoke machine. Be the first one on it. <laughs> that, well, that would be a gift to give him, you know. Pick, Do pick, the time of my life. I know. Pick your Jump song. Jump into his arms. Pick your song very carefully. Yeah. I would avoid anything with choreography. Sex bomb. <laughs> don't do anything with choreography unless it's pre-arranged. <laughs> but, but like, don't, I, I think don't underestimate. Like, if you're, and I know, do you know what? I know this because I am that person. I am. Which one are you? I am the person. Yeah, are you on the Xanax or are you the? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm the person that's kind of like a little bit quiet, socially awkward, slightly in 
those circumstances. In those situations. Okay. I am. Like, I, I, I love letting other people do the talking. It's funny, actually. That's quite often the case with comedians. Like every time I get interviews with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> not true. It is. like seven minutes of it. You won the Eurovision. It's absolutely incredible. And Karo Ju came as well. Isn't that brilliant? <laughs> Lovely to see you both. That's about. not <laughs> true. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's all coming out in this podcast. <laughs> Better than couples therapy, this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do think that. Don't underestimate how sensitive he might be to how you're feeling in that situation. In that situation so yeah. maybe if you were slightly more relaxed. Yeah, no, you're putting an awful lot back on Keith. No, but I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> we're, we're, he's trying. We're, 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 what we're doing is he's given us very limited information. Yeah, no. So we're we're, we're looking at all the possibilities. Every strand. There's lots of options that you can take there. You could do the big party, and he'll probably find a grand. The thing I find about very big parties is there's lots of people involved, and you don't really get to spend any time with anybody. I know. <laughs> that, that's the only thing I would say. And I think as you get older, you want to spend time with people. That's yeah. what, you know because you, you can feel your obviously turning thirty, you'll be thinking about your mortality. A lot, won't you? Well, yeah. <laughs> but turn thirty is right. Thirty, you're still, you're still in the like people that buy a present. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. like I would say, organize the party for him. Like, Hope, hopefully, they give you vouchers. If you get it wrong, you'll get it right at his third, his fortieth. If you give, if, well, if he let, yeah, if he doesn't get really upset about it. <laughs> yeah, again, Pete, thirty is a time of change for a man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> whatever you do we'll in this fine. situation, you have to take charge. Yeah, you do. It's you have to. Your, it's your job as the partner to lead this. You know, because again, people can be a bit funny about wanting to celebrate themselves. Yeah, but so, the, the other thing is there, it says, because he isn't excited about being 30, you need to say to him, it is fantastic that you're 30. So you need to bolster how he feels about turning 30. Exactly. You need to do that because actually turning 30 is lovely. It's, it's, it's very it's nice. very yeah. freeing. And do you know what the interesting thing is? Is that, I was very worried about t- turning thirty. Yeah, and as soon as I turned thirty, I was like, "Oh, this is great." Do you know what? I, I actually because you feel like you're you're you're, you're actually, like a grown you're up. young adult. Yeah, you're like a grown up, but still yeah. young enough to do amazing things. Yeah, you know, and so you're kind of at a really great time. Is I think that's about the time I started to realize I didn't actually have to care about everybody's opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. You you get a bit more self assured yeah. because you're 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 older. Um, so I would say, right, whatever you're doing, have a plan. Don't don't be a week beforehand going. What are we going to do? What are we no, doing? You know, no, de- de- definitely get the plan in place. Yeah. Get a plan in place. Yeah. I would say. I would say have the party. Yeah, I would. I well, would do something. Say, definitely. Yeah. I I I would definitely say to Keith, do something for it. Just you will you will know the right thing to do here. There's no doubt about and, it. And and the one thing that we actually didn't touch on, oh. it's his extended family that he has the pro- that the problem. Yeah, with. the problem isn't with his immediate family. So, so what I would say is extended family, forget about them. Yeah, it's not well, have the party with his family. I think his family and some of his friends. I mean, you must have friends and, and shaddy. He'll have a wonderful time. Yeah, he'll have a nice time. It'll yeah. be great. And and so if it's going to be surprised, then don't consult him on it. Yeah, no, but the other thing <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to say is the other thing about these things is it doesn't have to be a surprise. No, it doesn't. It can be like we're organizing a party for you. You. You can turn up you if just you want. Stay out of it. <laughs> We're gonna... We'll the we'll odd question on. we'll say to you, do you want chicken or fish? Yeah, chicken or fish. <laughs> if they're together long yeah. enough, you should know the answer exactly. that. Exactly. Just know. <laughs> you know, you can just consult on little things. It doesn't have to be a massive surprise. It doesn't have to be no. you know. Some people don't do well just with surprises. Be a very nice night. You you you're not about surprises. Sure you're not? No, it's do you know what? It's not about surprises. I, like surprise they're grand. I'm ju- I'm not about I'm not about the hoopla. I'm just not. I know, I know. Oh, 
grow. I just, I, lo- I like, I'm quiet life. I love a quiet life. You know, if it was me and I was looking at that, Keith, I'd be leaning more towards a nice break somewhere. And if there was a couple of friends who were really fabulous and you really enjoy being with, get them to surprise them there. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. be very definite about it. And also, He's got we his... cannot lose sight of this, is how great you are for writing a letter yeah. to, you know, interrogate this. That's great. Yeah, no, it is actually. Yeah. You, I, I think it's fantastic that you're... Because you care. Yeah, you do. It's very obvious. And if he doesn't appreciate it, Keith... <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> if he even has one thing to say about whatever you organise to celebrate his special day, you drop him and move on. We were because doing so we, well. It's important to remember, Keith, you're the young one. You're the one with options. Oh, my God. We are assuming that he's younger, yeah. but I think he is. If you, the second, the second he says anything critical, you drop him, get over your daddy issues and you find someone your own age. Listen, they're five years together. That's so fantastic. They have a lot of history. Neve, they don't. They f- they five Christmases. I know five Christmases. That I'm sure they've been together more than just that Christmas. <laughs> no, but like I mean, five years. Five years. Come on. I know. I'm twenty. It's short. I'm twenty five years. years <laughs> five years. <laughs> you can cut this and run, Keith. Yeah. But this is going to be difficult. Like the last thing you need is to be going through this sort of like mental turmoil. When he turns 40 and 50. Yeah. I see no future for this, Keith. Oh my there God. <laughs> we were doing so well. He was, it's over. He was being so moderate. It's over. I, I knew it wasn't. Take the money that you were going to spend on a party. You book yourself a nice cruise. <laughs> Meet someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Singles cruise. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you're glad you wrote in now, Keith. And then we want to follow. <laughs> oh yeah, we definitely want to know. I Particularly mean... if you book yourself a singles cruise. <laughs> Oh, listen, Keith, I hope it works out well. I know you'll make the right decision. If you care enough about him, you can't do anything wrong. You know, you really just can't. Yeah, that's great. You just can't. You know, the thing is, you know, if if he doesn't know how much you love him, you know, after five years. Then he's an asshole. (laughs) You know, a party, a a surprise party is not going to break you. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you won't do, you won't do wrong. That's for sure. I think we really have. I feel happy. Because I think myself. that what we did was we didn't give him one piece of advice. No, no. <laughs> we gave him, we presented him with all of the options that he had already. <laughs> we gave him nothing. <laughs> we just reassured him. Organised party, don't be extended family. And if he opens his mouth, if he's <laughs> anything to say, that's the most important bit. You Single leave screws. Him. Leave him. Uh, it's been so lovely to talk to you. Oh, always, always good. A joy, a joy, a joy. Please uh, get in touch with your follow-ups. Problems. If you have problems, ivymanthegmail.com. We would love to have them. We would love it. Any sort of stories you have, we absolutely love when getting emails. We always love hearing from our listeners. I know, it's so fantastic. And also, if you are not a member of Headstuff Plus, I mean, I can't even believe I'm saying this. I know. You know what to do. I'm not going to say anything for you. No, we're just going to leave that there. You know what to do. Leave that there. Well, I think we're going to do a little bonus episode about Headstuff Plus. Yes, we are. We've been talks. Oh. I've been talking to the management upstairs. Oh, excellent. Yeah, they're talking to me as if I'm an employee. Oh, no. No. Sort that out. No, no. No, no. I'm going to go up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm Whole I'm... rank up there. Turn over a desk. Do you need me? Soon as we're finished, actually, I'm in the mood. I'm going to go up now. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go get to my car then. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.